So fish is a mid-range team coming in, sitting at $2 a share. Uh, don't think he was in the playoffs last year, but he was borderline. He was one of those teams that was close. Yeah, he he was fighting for it. Yeah, fought hard. I mean, he, he was the one fighting the running back fight last year. Oh, yeah. Let's bring up his team so we can give him an F grade on the whole thing. Well, so the thing is, and this is where we differed on how we do grades. His his draft essentially went for Ezekiel Elliott and James Conner. You know, I mean, he he offloaded, I think, most of his picks went for that trade, didn't they? So, well, most of his picks went somewhere. Yeah, yeah. but in that in that sense, that that was his big acquisition um, going into this year. Yes. You know, if you shove James Conner and Zeke Elliott into the rookie draft, they both would have gone with first round picks. So I actually think that he used his draft picks very wisely this year, just not in the actual draft. Right. So with the first and only pick he had of the three five, Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, well, I'll go back to it. I don't like taking defensive linemen in the draft. Yeah. And Considering the very next pick was Devin Lloyd, whom I liked a whole lot. Yeah. And it sort of looks like Fish could sort of use a linebacker. He he needs to add one. Yeah. Um, and his defensive line actually is not bad. Bradley Chubb, Nick Bosa is as good as it gets. Um, yeah, I I don't like to pick. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the guy with one draft pick is going to get a low grade for me overall, but I would really like to see Lloyd go here. Yeah, but I, I think that's a better fit for his team right there. Um, yeah, so that's one and done. What's what's the what's your uh, assessment <laughs> of the boys in black draft? Right? Great. Uh, so we didn't give no clue. I I did have Thibodeau as I believe my third ranked defensive lineman, but again, I don't really draft defensive linemen. And I think it was the wrong pick. Uh, fish can take it. I, I find this to be enough. So if we, if we're grading it off the Thibodeau pick, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, maybe I'm not more harsh than you with grades. I just stick closer to the center because I'd call the Thibodeau pick probably a D. You know, maybe he just likes, to, or maybe he just wasn't worried about it. But you know, yeah, I'm taking Devin Lloyd over him. Still a team that could use more running backs. I'm probably taking this on Haskins. We've Tried to assign Keontae Ingram to every team now. Um, you know, if you go down the roster a little bit more, you know, he's actually pretty decent, but his his defensive backs are expensive. You know, I probably would have taken Sine earlier so I could push one of the DBs off. Yeah. Probably would have taken Ritter over this pick. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I had to say it. Did you hear that? What's up? That was the sound of uh, Fish just rage quit the league. <laughs> no, so anyways, with that pick, I'm a D or an F or something like that. But I'm actually like a C plus and even a B minus. Yeah, actually, I'm probably B minus on the draft, taking into account that he parlayed some draft picks into two aging but solid star running backs that really solved the problem he had with his team last year. Oh, I, I would give him the B plus or the A for use of his draft picks. Yeah. But I'm just giving him enough for the actual draft. Yeah. 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 If we just take it, what I'm looking at up the sheet here, the three five with Thibodeau, I don't see it. Um, but we don't have to harp on it any more than that. We've said it. You know, yeah. 
Have fun on the taxi squad, Thibodeau. Yeah, I'll, I'll pick them up next year for a dollar. <laughs> oh, man. All right, who's next on your list? Oh, we're moving on to the little guy next. So, Ian, I'm gonna, I am going to tell you something. Yeah. After we finish, Matt, we're going to have to do this in two sessions because I'm not doing six more teams tonight. <laughs> oh, I'm working with a fucking amateur. Yes, you are. But you knew that. Yeah, yeah. No, it's all good. We can do it whatever night. I mean, I'm so I actually head home tomorrow and I might for the first time in quite some time have a week that I'm not on vacation, that I'm not on a project. Really? Yeah. Well, I've scheduled to be here through on and off, but here basically through November. But they've had such a hard time getting people to support to run the line because I'm done with it essentially. That my company's just like we're not just going to pay him to sit in this hotel there. So I'm heading home, but because I'm supposed to still be here for a couple months, there's nothing else scheduled for me. I bet you a dollar you don't make it till Tuesday. I'll make it till Tuesday, but I bet you by next week I'm buying a ticket to uh, oh, fuck. Serbia. Serbia, yeah. Yeah, your boss will call you in the morning and be like, can you just run over to Nebraska real quick? Yeah. Yeah, I don't get a lot of those. Not very many at all. Huh. Good for you, a little vacation time. Yeah. All right, back to the little guy here. Yep. First pick, 1-6, Drake London. Did you say first pick or worst pick? I didn't catch. Same difference in this pick. Oh, okay. I was just wondering. Um, no secret I wasn't a uh, Drake London guy. Yeah, I'm just not. Um, Matt had the choice of every receiver on the board there. Yeah. Um, I just think this is the wrong one. I think you could have went with any of the next ones. You know, Wilson, Lave, Burks, Dotson. Not a fan of Sky Moore, but I would have thought it was a better pick. Jamison Williams. Pickens. I mean, I, do, I don't like the player. Um, the nice thing about this is Matt did not pull for a running back at this point. Yeah. Because he could have very easily made that mistake and pulled for a running back. So I think he did the right thing by going to the receivers, but I just really think it's the wrong receiver. Yeah, I, I unfortunately do too. Uh, I, I hope for Matt's sake I'm wrong. I just have been pretty vocal about it through the whole thing. Like I am just scared to death of what London's going to be. I, there's no way I would have him on my team. Yeah, again, especially with the choice of every receiver on the board. Yeah, going to take any one of them. Yeah, but. The pros are projecting. They keep saying he's the number two overall pick, and you know maybe they know something we don't. Yeah, that's the thing. The, the pros must all play in leagues where every single team has my running back core. You know, and, oh. and I'm not I'm not at all saying that Matt should have taken a running back here. That would have been a huge mistake. But I'm just saying, like, oh yeah, James Cook in the beginning of the third round, and Damian Pierce, he's not even draftable. Right. It's just like, come on. What leagues do you play in where there's so many running backs, where every team has enough running backs, where they're just not just desperate for one? Unless they're playing the leagues where you only start one in the flex, maybe that's something. But I don't think so. Most leagues I hear people talk about, they're still using two running backs and the flex. I say it every year. You do whatever you have to do to get running backs. Yeah. Yeah, like the, the only team that wouldn't have to worry about running backs going into this year, like right now, Maybe Honda Killer. Like, Honda Killer has embraced the fact he's doing a full teardown right now in, in some of the trades he's done in the last week or so. 
And, and so right now, yeah, maybe you trade away, if you're going full, full rebuild, maybe you trade away and get assets for those running backs, knowing that you're not really competing and try to pick up draft picks you can then use on running backs later. But that's the only scenario. If you're not completely giving up on your season, completely doing a rebuild, you can't. You have to have them. You can't win without them. Right. So right position, wrong player, man. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I am. I could find the list again. You know, anyone want some JJ or Sega White side? Or Sega uh, White side? That fucking list was ugly. Oh, it's bad. All right, moving on to the two six. Yeah. Trey McBride. Yep. Um, I like to the pick there. Uh, tight ends usually take a little bit to develop, but Matt's still rolling with uh, Travis Kelsey. Yeah. A little Travis Kelsey probably getting a little pricey for him, and definitely starting to get up there in age. Um. Kind of figured McBride was going in the second round there somewhere. So Matt had the luxury of being fairly solid at receiver, fairly solid at running back. So he didn't really have to pull at anything. So I actually like the McBride pick. I I think that the McBride pick, not quite on the like Pickens level, but this is one of the, not the best, but one of the better picks for the spot in the draft to fit the team. Like we're, the, the the pick location, you know, the spot in the draft where the pick comes up and what the team needs and the player that's there, when that all comes together and it's like, that's kind of the only player that really made sense right there. And, and I think this is one of those picks for him. You know, if McBride is the guy that they, they think he is, if he turns into, like, one of the analysts I listen to, and I know I've said this a few times, but I just love it. One of the analysts I listen to on the podcast refers to him as Slokowski. And watching him play after hearing that name, it's it's it just fits. It's fucking hilarious. If McBride turns into that kind of a player, where he's not even the number one dominating, but if he's a tight end, but if he's a uh, like a Mark Andrews level kind of guy or or something close to that, so worth it. And in the meantime, he can develop for a year or two while Kelsey finishes off his career for for maintenance woes. There, I I think it's a good pick. Right, it's a bit of a luxury pick, but he has the luxury of taking that pick right here. So Yeah. Oh, I, I like the pick. All right. Then the two oh nine. Yeah, this is where he went in and saved me from myself. Justin Ross. Yeah. So at draft time, I mean obviously what we know now would changes things a whole lot. Oh yeah. But at draft time, I like the pick. Uh yeah. at, at that point you're gambling on Thornton. Shakir or Tolbert, if you want a wide receiver. Yeah. Um, so Justin Ross has just as good a chance as anybody else. Yeah. Again, unfortunately, he's out for the year and he's not going to play. But we did not know that at draft time. No, we didn't. So at the draft time, I think this is the right pick there. Uh, again, Matt Matt was in a position where he – he would really have to get some talent to upgrade on some of these positions. He's a lot of B and B plus players, mm-hmm. uh, aside from Kelsey and uh, yeah, aside from Kelsey. Yeah, but uh, I I actually like the pick right there. Yeah. So again, putting us what you already said in the the mindset of draft day, I really like the kid. I mean, that three picks later, that was going to be my pick. So I, I also like the pick, but. This is the thing with the, the risk-reward picks is exactly that. He, he was a high risk. Turns out his foot's not as healed up as 
what people were hoping. And he's he's going to miss the year based on the broken foot he had, you know. So that's all right. We have a taxi squad for just that reason. Maybe in 23 emerges. I, at this point, would actually bet that he doesn't ever play down in the NFL. But if I wasn't hurting for the taxi spot, I'd put him there. And I still want to see the kid do well. I just think the likelihood just dropped quite a bit. Oh, it dropped tons with the recent development. Yeah. Again, you at the time, it was the right pick. And you got him. And, well, if he goes on IR, he'll even be eligible for the IR spot. So yeah, you won't, won't even have to fill your taxi with him. Well, actually, that's a great point because he's already on IR. So he's eligible. You put him there. There's more spots there to use. Yeah. So why not? Just keep them on there and, and see what happens next year. Absolutely. I think it's the next pick that we might start to diverge a little bit, though. So the next pick, Kyle Hamilton. Yep. Kyle Hamilton was one of my favorite defensive players in this draft. I think on the defensive side of the ball, he was my maybe number two or number three overall defensive player. I recognize yep. I rank mine on offensive side and defensive side, and then I shuffle the deck, so to speak. So, anyways, I really, 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 really like the player. I really think the 211 is a little rich for my blood for a defensive back. So, and I know what you're going to tell me about money. So, I'm sort of neutral on this pick. Maybe neutral minus a little. Yeah. I think yes. there was better chances to take out there. So, Again, you, you touched on it, but just to say, with the new pay structure we put in place for defense, well, for first-rounders and defense and whatnot, hit, picking him in the second round was identical to taking him in the third. And his first pick in the third round was the 3-6. And we see that the seal was broken on the defense by then. In my opinion, Hamilton is the best defensive player in this year's draft for fantasy purposes and probably a top three to five defensive player in this year's draft for NFL purposes. So I guess, I, I guess my argument there would be Matt had the two eleven, the three, six, and he knew the guys that he wanted and he knew that he wasn't going to get him with his next pick at the five eleven. So was it early? Yeah, maybe, but there wasn't another opportunity to get him. So if you want the guy, then you got to take the guy. And the guy's no slouch. I mean, even looking down at the next round, who would I take over him for Matt's team? Like maybe Brian Robinson, but he doesn't really need a running back right now. I mean, we all always need them, but it's not a pressing concern for him. Yeah, not that type of running back. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I actually think the pick there makes a fair amount of sense. So after we announce the next pick, this will sound goofy, but let's jump to this next pick because it's going to tie in. All right. Yeah. So let's go right to it. 3-6, Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Personally, my favorite defensive player in the draft. Okay, yeah. So, I I love the pick. The linebackers score points. They usually score points right away. Now, with all the shit I gave him about Hamilton, again, if, he's, if he took Lloyd first and Hamilton second, I would like it better. But it's obviously just a mindset because the money's the same. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And he did end up getting them both. So... Again, I'm a bit of a stickler not taking defensive players very high, but he was not getting him any later than this. He was, yeah. not, get, he was not getting him with his next pick. And he's definitely my favorite defensive player in this draft. Yeah. So I really like this pick. Yeah, I, I think it's a good pick too. Um, yeah, I, I think that exactly. Matt walked away with two of the best defensive players that you could put on your team. 
like I said, I mean, you could say, well, like you were saying, should Lloyd have gone first and then Hamilton or vice versa? I don't know. If I'm in that position, I'm taking Hamilton first because Hamilton's one-to-one, and I'm not as big on Lloyd as you are. I, I am high on him. But between Lloyd and Dean, I don't know. Lloyd's, I think, probably the better player, but is going to have less opportunity, at least early in his career, I think. Um, whereas Dean has a higher chance of dominating the tackles in Philadelphia's linebacking core than Lloyd does. I mean, Lloyd is almost certainly going to be pushed on the strong side of that defense. Um, maybe not, though. The Miles Jack role, well, but that's uh, Luicon. It's It's harder to project where Lloyd's going to sit on that defense to, and if he's going to be able to steal the, the earn all the tackles or if he's going to be picking up blocks and letting Aluokon work the way that he did in uh, Atlanta. Right. That it's crowded there to say the least. Right. Yeah. That actually that, that Chad Mumba went there also. Yeah. Whom I was actually fairly high on. I just didn't draft him or anything after it got very crowded there very quickly. Yeah. Yeah, so, I see what you're saying, but yeah, he, watching him, he was still one of my favorite players in the draft, or yeah. my favorite defensive player. Yeah, yeah, no, and, and I guess the the only thing I'm picking apart is whether which one should have gone first or not. Or Sine's my second favorite defensive back in in the draft after Hamilton, and there's no comparison. No, they were worlds. It was Hamilton and everybody else in the defensive yeah. backfields. Yeah, I, I guess all I'm saying is for me, I don't see as much separation between Lloyd and the next guy as I do between Hamilton and the next guy at their respective position. Right. But either way, it's two wins on defense, two guys that project to be high, high-end starters for you for a long time. And so he got them. And his next pick was the 5'11". So if that's what he wanted to do with his picks, that was the time to do it. Oh, so Absolutely. I, I like it. I think he, he did right. I think it's nice to see, like, I don't think the Hamilton pick happens there or it doesn't make anywhere near as much sense without the rule change affecting salary. If he's still 25 bucks there instead of 15. Um, so it's nice to see that that rule change is already even starting to have an impact on, on how people would put their teams together. That, that to me was a positive as well. All right. Moving on five eleven. Yeah. There's Snoop. absolutely no bad picks here. Snoop Dogg. Yeah, so Snoop it's Connor. Yeah, running back from Jacksonville. Yeah, no bad picks in the fifth round, especially at 511. Um I, I actually like the pick. Yeah. I I think we went over enough that like I don't trust James Connor playing. And if they're a committee there, the next guy up's gotta be Snoop Connor. I don't think there's anything else there. ETN well, and Connor. Well, Robinson, but yeah. Yeah, I just don't trust that Achilles injury. So, yeah, I, yeah. I, I actually like that pick. I think it's one of the better fifth-round picks there to take a flyer. You know what? Most likely he's not on his team in a year, but I like the pick. There's upside to it. Yeah, yeah, and we had talked about him before. I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like I think, I think he's fine, and I think that the timeline for Robinson coming back off his Achilles is – Almost like Akers did it, so now he feels like he has to. I, I don't like the idea of Robinson at all this year. And so if Connor gets playing time, that's that's valuable. If you're the worst starter on the worst offense, but you're still getting the bulk of the snaps, there's value in that. So if you could pick that up in the fifth round, absolutely, it's a slam dunk. I don't have any problem even with the player. I just think he's fine. 
you know, he's. Yeah, he's okay. He's going to be nothing special. I just think there's some opportunity there. Yeah. Yeah. And the, the path to opportunity is certainly there, which is always encouraging. All right, Ian. Draft grade for this. Uh, why don't you give yours? Because I didn't do a good job of doing it as we were going along. So I hate the first round, love the second round, love the third round, and the fifth is whatever. I just think that Drake London was such a miss, in my opinion. C plus? Yeah, see, I'm not that harsh. That's actually exactly what I have. And it's because I do put a lot more weight. The earlier the pick, the more weight I put on it. And I, I just, I think London, yeah, I just don't think that that's going to work. No, me neither. And that, that's why the, why the bit lower grade. This is almost the opposite of when we were talking about Frankie's draft, where she started strong and it kind of fell apart later. Like this was just, might as well have not had a first round. That's being too harsh, but I really think it was a miss in the first round. And the rest of the draft I actually liked pretty well with basically no opinion at the 5'11", but whatever. Um, right. That's where I'm at with it, too. Yeah. So, no, I, I'm kind of a C plus, um, but still, I think he had overall a good draft. So maybe that's too low of a grade. But I just that's that's just not how I would spend a first round. No, me neither. But if Drake London becomes even an average starter, it drives us up. I just oh don't. shit. Look, look. Last year, I said the same thing about Kyle Pitts, and now everyone can laugh at me that I, you know. My take on Pitts was more of a career-long thing. I still think his body's going to fall apart, but it's the same idea. I was down on him, and he wound up being great. And hopefully for Matt, that's the same case with London. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Ian, that's six. All right. Cool. I'm going to go grab a smoke, and we'll get started on the second half. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I got to unsleep the computer now. Yeah, I'm all wrapped up in fucking tweaking the, the shares calculation we were looking at earlier. But I'm I'm ready to switch over. I'm all good. All right, perfect. All right, whose team are we on to next? Yeah, I don't have my fucking scrolling sideways mouse. That's what the problem is. <laughs> can't live without them. Once you try that shit, I told you that shit is you can't live without it. There's no fucking scrolling over. All right, I'll fucking use my phone. There, that's better. Okay, working. Yep. Well, technical difficulties figured out it was actually Joe. What a surprise. <laughs> all right. All right, yeah, so that Eagles fan. Yeah, yeah, that's the next team up. All right, only two picks in the draft. Yeah, this one might be a little so, bit quick as well. Start out with uh, first pick, three twelve, uh, Jordan Davis. Yeah, yeah, defensive lineman for the Eagles. And uh, honestly, I, I like the pick. It's one of my favorite players in the NFL draft. Um, yeah, we we actually talked about this guy a fair amount when we did the mock draft episode, if you remember. Yeah, you're the one that actually turned me on to defensive linemen in general as as younger guys. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, we spent several of the last teams going over how, oh, I want to take defensive linemen and stuff. And the one thing that we were talking about before, specifically with this guy, Jordan Davis, but in general as well, is that the great defensive linemen do play well when they're young. And so if you get a guy, I mean, here, that's an argument for drafting them, even though we've just spent time saying that you shouldn't, if you do get that guy and he produces in his rookie year, you've probably got a star. And so on the flip side, third round, fourth round pick, whatever, you take that guy. If Davis does nothing this year, then you probably drop him and wait for three or four years. And you probably, you know, he may or may not turn good then. 
But if you take him and he's great, then he's probably going to be great for his career. And so if you remember, though, Davis in specific, he's he's one of these defensive tackle guys that can also generate a pass rush. You know, think, and I'm not comparing them, but think like Aaron Donald or uh, Sue in, in that vein. There's a few other guys, but those are the two that jump to, jump to mind. And if he turns into what he looks like and he does it his rookie year, then you probably do have your next, I'll go with the lower tier there, but the your next Sue type player that those guys that produce and that do it as rookies, they do it every year, except when they get hurt. Well, you can never predict injuries. I think through the mock draft show, and this is what kind of turned me on to defensive tackles in general. I think you were going through a handful of guys that, especially at defensive tackles, Usually when they're good, they're good quickly. Yeah. They're, the, the ends seem to take a little longer. Uh, yeah. So this is a pick you, you can find out in one year, maybe two. Yeah, yeah. And looking up and down Mitch's team, like, they're probably used to running back for some depth. Nothing glaring there. He's got Montgomery and Fournette, you know, yeah. followed up by Damian Harris on the bench. He's pretty solid at receiver. Uh, quarterback, there's, there was nothing to take. So this was sort of a need for his team. Like he has Miles Garrett and pretty much nobody else. Pretty much, Jonathan yeah. Allen, Chris, Christian Wilkins. Um, uh, I, I like the pick. The, the value's good here. You know, he didn't have many picks, so he was he was just trying to fill some holes real quick. And again, always fun when you take the player off your favorite team, right? Oh, of uh, course, I, yeah. I, I like the pick here. There's nothing else completely glaring except Ingram, but. You know, I, I think we I think we sucked Ingram's dick to death. So I mean, like, <laughs> right, you know. So, I think Ingram's just going to be on like ten different teams by the end of this episode. You get an oh, Ingram, absolutely. you get an Ingram. It's going to be like fucking Oprah. We're going to be handing them out under every type. Everyone, if you're listening right now, reach under your chair. There's a pa- piece of paper stuck there. You just won a Jordan Davis or Keontae Ingram. That's who it was. So. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, I like to pick. Good value, and not having many picks. It's yeah, yeah. I think it works. I mean, you know, like you said, running back. Everyone always needs a running back, but no, this this uh, this filled a hole, and uh, he's got adequate starting running backs. So yeah, under the four twelve. I think you were getting ready to go there, anyways, right? I was. Uh, Nick Cross. All right, I love this pick. Nick Cross was one of my favorite sleeper players in this thing all right um i i haven't very lined up for my fifth round pick so um i think he's gonna inherit that uh his name's escaping me right now who is the safety from indianapolis carrie willis uh yeah yeah he's been there i think nick cross inherits that role carrie willis retired you know after three years and uh i believe he was following religion or something but but anyways um colt's defense is a good defense and this was one of my sleeper defensive backs I was kind of looking at. So I actually really, really like this pick, especially after the bigger names went before him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so taking a defensive back there, I really like it. And I actually really, really like this player. I had him completely on my sleeper list. I didn't think anybody was really going to be looking at him. But lo and behold, Mitch comes up and takes him on me. Now, a couple picks before I actually – well – the one pick before my next two that I was absolutely going to take them in the fifth round there. So sure. I, I, I do like this pick. If you got to pick a, a defensive player or 
especially a defensive back, take him in the fourth and fifth round, put him on the two-year, like you say, and, and see if he's any good. Yeah. Yeah, so I actually don't mind the pick as well. I'm surprised that you do. Just I thought we were going to hear about how uh, you can't take defensive backs that early or something. Um, yeah, <laughs> you know, I, at, at the point that, I mean, obviously Hamilton had gone much earlier and uh, and Sine went. Cross was kind of the next guy to take. So I, I don't know if I love him as a player much, but I, I, I do think he's probably pretty clearly the third most valuable defensive back for fantasy in this draft. And, and he's almost certainly going to be a, a rookie starter. So yeah, it, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, you were just talking about the holes that Mitch has on his team for, for that Eagles fan. And uh, yeah, the holes that he had are primarily on defense. I mean, not that other positions going to get better, but, but he is covered. So I, I think it makes sense. I mean, this is a fairly middle of the road team. Um, you know, a, a power ranking of 72, $2.25 share price. That kind of tells you that they had a pretty decent, decently well put together team already. And, and this should help where some of their weaknesses were. Uh, absolutely. It, it sounds, it sounds like I like the player more than you did, but you know, again, fourth round, especially the last pick in the fourth round. No, no bad picture, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Unless it was Pierre Strong, but that, but that's all another point. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Frankie. Pick on you when you don't have a running back. I pick on you when you take running back. So you just can't win, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Are you apologizing to her for saying it, or apologizing that she missed Ingram? No, I apologize that she missed Ingram. Oh, okay, I thought so. I was just checking. But yeah, uh, overall grade on this draft, Ian. Yeah, I know it's short and sweet, and not much meat here. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's a ramen draft. I'm sorry, like, ramen tastes good, but ramen gets a D. It, it's not that he had a bad draft, you know? I mean, you can give him any grade that you want, and I'm not going to disagree with it. I think he did well for what he had. I just, he had a third and a fourth round pick, and this part's more on me than on him, but I don't remember what he traded all five of his picks for. Um, so I'm not sure uh, where that. I, I do. He traded but, me his first and second, at least, for... For Nat and Keenan Allen. Okay. I mean, yeah, so we'll give him credit for that. I mean, those are reasonably good uses of of, of picks. So yeah, that, that bumps him up some. Uh yeah, for Nat. I guess we're gonna have to wait and see what the final weigh-in is after training camp to see what kind of a grade you get for <laughs> for, for, for Nat. But uh no, I, I think that's probably a good trade. Uh you know, just going big, purely off the draft here. I, I think he did fine. I don't know how to grade it because there's not much there, but I, I think it's I think it's good. He he filled some needs, and I think both players are solid. And I I actually think Jordan Davis is going to be the next big name defensive tackle in the league. I really do. So I, I like the players, and I, I don't mind putting a letter grade on it because what he had to work with two late round picks there, <laughs> both filled needs. I like both players a whole lot. Like this is B plus for what he had to work with. For, for me, and, all uh, right. You so know, what? I, if if I had to guess, you, you were a C minus or a B then, because you're always slightly under me. Yeah, something like that. I'm actually giving them an R. I'm going ramen. It tastes great, but there's not a lot of substance there. Uh, fair enough. Yeah, the Fishers between them only had three picks. I know it. Yeah, and Luther, they still made it to the fucking draft. Just saying. <laughs> yeah, they actually figured out the right day. Yeah, yeah. I, I have figured from now on. Whenever I put out the public service announcements, I will also be doing a follow-up in Spanish. Maybe that was the problem. 
so so the countdown thing on sleeper didn't warn anybody like a week ago, you know, a day to go. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing. Is in addition to the countdown on sleeper, I'll start sending text messages out a couple weeks ahead saying, you know, 14 days, 20 days, whatever, and countdown. So everyone knows that it's coming. Absolutely. We do gotta get better at public service announcements. Yeah, you know, yes. Remind that's people that's about their contracts, you know, days of the draft. You know, remind Frankie you don't have any good running backs. You know, it's stuff it's like all, that. It's all we should consider starting like I don't know, like a radio show or maybe a newsletter or something that's available for everyone in the league with with pieces of information like that. Just something free, easy to distribute that you can kind of you know watch or listen to or read at your leisure that just has all that kind of information. Yeah, dude. If we get lucky, we can make it where it's like maybe just a couple of taps on your phone. If we get real good at this, and just you know what, I'm gonna make that does everything else for you. I'm gonna make a note for later. We'll put that on our fucking podcast. Podcast. What's that shit? <laughs> uh, all right. Well, now that everyone's turned the, the uh, podcast off, except for Steven, because we're getting ready to tear apart his draft. <laughs>